Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 116 of the All Aboard Podcast. In this episode, we talk to Matt from Discord Apparel. It's a super interesting conversation, and uh, yeah, that guy is amazing, so uh, uh, enjoy this episode. Also guys, the Disney Podcast family can be found at uh, an Instagram, so Disney Podcast family. The website is no longer, so uh, go check out our Instagram, and then you can see you know all the other shows that are featured on there. So once again, that is Disney Podcast Family on Instagram. So uh, enjoy this episode. This is Dylan White, and you're listening to the All Aboard Podcast. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a bi-weekly Disneyland Based podcast, which sounds super robotic. Anyways, um, you guys know what we do. I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my co-hosts in crime. One of them is heady up in his prov. What's up, Ben? What's up? I'm <laughs> going to be out of my prov soon. I'm very Out excited. of the prov soon in less than a month at this point. That's awesome. Less than a month. Yeah. Chicka, chicka. Yeah. Um, where are you going? I'm just joking. <laughs> it's a couple places. Uh, you're going to go... Ride the Disneyland Railroad, of course. And then and the, other the Disney World Railroad. Have... Oh, yeah, that's right. All aboard the Disney yeah, World. If, First of all, I want to clarify. If they're running, that... it's closed. Oh, it is? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to ruin the magic, everybody. But uh, we also that other voice you heard was Yo-Ho Joe <laughs> from Sacramento. What's up, man? What is up? How are you doing? I'm a little <laughs> robotic tonight. I know. I just did the intro right now, and it's like... I don't. I record that every single time, everybody. I've I've only done it once, I think, where I reused an intro, is because maybe the audio got messed up. I have no idea why I did it, but I did it once in the original run, not in the new run, not not two point um, I don't think I've ever used the, the audio again. The reboot, the reboot, uh, which is boat volume in, two in uh, Canadian. Re- reboot is boat, but uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> think about it. Anywho. Um, yeah, speaking of you, you're up. You, you're, okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> boot okay. becomes well, boat, and boat becomes boot. So, oh, wow. what do you, what you okay, well, this that? is my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, we couldn't do this episode without our engineers that help us out. Um, if you would like to become an engineer, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. And we have a few different tiers for you guys to look through and get some bonus episodes. We just uh, recorded, what was our last one we just did? We did like two back to back. Yeah, we did them pretty close. The last one we did was the Muppets um, overlay. Oh, Yay! yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you guys would like to uh, listen to our thoughts about changing some of the rides at the Disneyland Resort to have some Muppets in it, in it, in them. 
I don't Overlay. think it's so good. <laughs> uh, you guys can uh, head over to Patreon and check those out. But we couldn't do the show without our special engineers. So we'd like to thank Cuz Jenny, Bernie, Sasquatch, John, and Earl. So thank you guys for helping this train chug along. Right, 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 right. And if you guys want to go here, like I've been putting out previews and I'll, I'll keep doing it uh, of the bonus episodes. So you guys can go here like the first uh, minute or so of those episodes. Such a tease. It, it is. I think, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, speaking of uh, the Patreons, if you join the Patreon uh, engineer crew, I, I just mix shows. I'm just kidding. Um, we have Discord apparel, which we, we talk about every episode. They are going to be doing a giveaway every season, so pretty much every release of a t-shirt to one of our lucky Patreon uh, engineers. Sorry. Um, so yeah, speaking of Discord, uh, we're actually going to go talk to Matt from Discord, the guy who does the mashups between the uh, you know Disney characters and uh, musical artists. So yeah, so let's go. Uh, let's actually go talk to him, and uh, so let's get on the railroad right now your attention please the disneyland limited now leaving for a grand circle tour of the magic kingdom The railroad got us over here too well. The railroad, we're just going to sit on here and ride around the park uh, for a little while. We're uh, sitting here with Matt the Rat from Discord. And uh, actually, I'll just let him talk. Uh, he can <laughs> introduce himself and uh, tell us a little bit about himself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt the Rat. Um, I am a podcaster. Um, apparel designer and lord knows how many other things you can find me over at rettahaus.net where i do that's life podcast uh, rat house rolls a DD podcast my fire inside an afi podcast uh still yet to do a disney podcast you'd be very surprised that it's not under my belt yet as well as uh the i guess owner and proprietor of discord apparel where diz for lawsuits reasons diz and music collide nice nice very nice. cool nice. stuff too yeah it is awesome stuff thank you thank you I yeah and we, and we first got uh, uh connected with you through your other podcast that's life pod you were uh, you were sending us some some love on our instagram and uh we kept talking i know joey always wanted to say sing uh, what did you say dean martin or who, what was it that you always wanted to sing um and you're like yeah sing it man just sing it and then uh, sinatra <laughs> um, sinatra yeah sorry yeah. um that's so, life. Uh, we originally used um, "That's Life" uh, for the podcast. So the the first iteration when podcast was when podcasting was the wild wild west, 
2013, we used Frank Sinatra's That's Life as our intro song. And slowly but surely, copyright laws and a whole bunch of things started coming out. So we stopped using Frank Sinatra's uh, That's Life. But that is the premise of it. It literally, the first beginning lyrics, you know, you're high in April, shot down in May. Uh, that's what That's Life was supposed to be, is just being with your buddies and your friends and being with them to make fun of the bad times and hopefully creating better times and looking on it at a, at a better light. Um, we actually just got hit with our first three season assists from Universal uh, Music Group. So thank you, Universal <laughs> Music Group, for hitting us with season assists. We only reviewed your music like we were supposed to, which falls under Fair Use Act, but... We appreciate getting hit with it anyways. At least somebody's listening out there. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was the that was the original iteration. In fact, I wanna say there's also a like a punk cover of That's Life. And I think they played on the second or third um uh Jackass movie. So we were thinking of trying to use that since maybe that'll fall in there, but eventually we <laughs> we decided to not use it all for for <laughs> for fear of being sued. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think that song's been covered like different. I've heard uh, different versions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's what well, Frank Sinatra is actually uh, amongst a lot of music. Clearly, you guys could tell with Discord. Frank Sinatra is one of my favorites, and usually, if I'm cooking in the kitchen, I'm playing. I want to say it's like classic Sinatra singles from like one one year to another. So. It, it starts off with I've got the world on the string and on a rainbow. So that's that's how I get in the, the mood to start cooking. <laughs> yep. Don't get me started. <laughs> so yeah, the, the but music has been a big influence on me for everything when it comes to podcasting. I'm a musician as well, so I I play drums, I play keyboard, I play violin, I play guitar, I play bass. So anything you kind of get in my hands, I'll eventually start playing music and. My love for that eventually wound me up where, uh, with creating Discord. I mean, once again, uh, we kind of said this off air, but, you know, the pandemic hit and a lot of people were losing their jobs. A lot of bad things were happening. Disneyland closed, unfortunately. So um, with all that being said, I actually work in, in, uh, in the medical field. So I didn't uh, experience any of that loss that you know I, unfortunately a lot of people in America experienced uh, but with that being said when the stimulus checks started coming out I finally had a little extra revenue that I this idea that I thought of two or three years prior was finally able to come to light so I was like you know what we, I, I spoke to my wife about it I was like I want to do this I had this idea my wife thought it was a good idea and it all happened at Disneyland. We were walking around Disneyland and I saw somebody wearing a Disney mesh up shirt. And I was like, you know, it'd be cool if I did like a gorilla biscuits, Mickey mouse t-shirt. Like, I don't think anybody's going to make that. And my wife looked at me and was like, I don't know if anybody will buy that. I'm like, I would like, I like gorilla biscuits. I, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a punk, I'm a music enthusiast and I'm here at Disneyland and I would, Love to see those things. Even prior to that, maybe two or three years prior to that, Disney uh, created a Joy Division t-shirt, but it was in uh, the Mickey's silhouette as as the sound waves. So 
it was it was I was just like if they could do that they could do anything. So flash forward uh, to like a year after going to the park, experiencing all these things. Finally, I like I said, I had the revenue, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna start doing it. And luckily, it's been a very positive response, and I've been hitting the ground running with it. That's cool. When you mentioned all the different instruments you played, I just got an idea for a shirt. It's it's you with all the instruments like Bert in the beginning of Mary Poppins. <laughs> so. Dancing around yeah, having just, you know, the bass Mary yeah, Poppins just, right into the bottom. Exactly. <laughs> although although I don't feel I would put myself in in any of the Discord shirts. Uh, I'm actually having a big debate right now. A big internal debate because Discord is supposed to be where Disney and music collide. Uh, I have one or two Star Wars ideas, but originally I was not going to do it. And my buddy was like, you should just do like, like, it's like a side project of it. So it's a special catalog that's Star Wars. I was like, you know what? You're right. So come May the 4th of 2022, you will probably have two or three Star Wars designs coming nice. out. But I'm not going to say what. Not just yet. Just in time for celebration. Just oh yeah, is celebration in Anaheim this year? It, uh, yeah, uh, next, next year. year, next year May. Uh, there you go. It was <laughs> perfect. I'll be bootlegging. Hey, outside. <laughs> do it, man. We'll help. We'll help you. <laughs> that'd be great, man. That'd be a good YouTube video for <laughs> for all aboard uh, uh, Patreon. We special edit that we're just trying to slag these t-shirts outside. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be cool. I'd be down for that. <laughs> But yeah, man, you know, um, that I, I used to work there. Um, I loved going to Disney as a kid. I remember when it was a parking lot and like you had the hotel to the far left. And when you rode the monorail, you just went to where it was just brochures. Like it was, <laughs> there were, you didn't, there wasn't any destination to go to other than this little post in the middle of the parking lot. And you had brochures to like, if you wanted to go to Universal later on or whatever, and you picked those up, and then you rode back. Uh, Monorail, uh, believe it or not, was one of my favorite rides <laughs> when I was a kid. It sounds so uninteresting, but I just thought it was really cool that you're on this weird thing that like didn't exist, you know, in anywhere else, at least in my head in the world. So, like silly rides like that, or like I really like Small World. I know a lot of people it drives them crazy, but I really love Small World. I love Small World too. I love Small World at Christmas time. That's that's magical right there. Yes. In fact, working <laughs> at Disney's uh, Small World was the place where I learned how to whistle. I never knew how to whistle. I was probably like 18 or 19, <laughs> and I didn't know how to whistle. And I was just sweeping, and the song just gets stuck in your head, and it's just on repeat and on repeat and on repeat. So you and whistled while you worked? I did whistle while I worked. <laughs> that, that, that is not a joke. I really did That's whistle awesome. while I worked. So I was sweeping, and I was whistling, and eventually, like, I got whistling down and I started like whistling my own songs or my own iterations of small world. That's where the Disney mashup started for you. Yeah, there you go. Right yeah. There. <laughs> started making my own. Spin. No, but uh, it was funny because one of the supervisors came up and he's like, Hey, uh, what are you whistling? And I go, I don't know. I just made it up in my head. He's like, Oh, okay. And he just walked away. I was like, why is this so weird? Like, all right, I guess. But yeah, that, that was a Disney Dude, Disney still to this day means a lot to me. But like working there and going behind scenes, it was um, it was a blessing and a curse all at the same time. I have a, a serious question. What's up? So what's Mickey really like? 
Well, um, first and foremost, uh, if you guys don't know, I am 5'1". So originally, I was going to apply to be Mickey. Uh, unfortunately, even though I'm 5'1", that is too tall for Mickey. I believe Mickey needs to be 4'11 to like 4'10. And those Ooh. costumes, you have to be an exact height. If you're not those heights you won't fit in the costume properly. So I fell under the category of like, uh, stitch, uh, Chippendale and stuff like that. So I, I was like, no, if I'm not Mickey, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing it at all. Although, uh, uh, I was a little sour cause I could play drums clearly. So I was going to apply for Mickey for sensational parade, but Ooh. Mickey for sensational parade is not five one. Mickey for sensational parade is like five ten. Like they, <laughs> They they made it more of a an average height for Mickey Mouse on Soundstation. <laughs> they, made, so. they made it more actually, Mortimer sized than Mickey's. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's actually really like <laughs> like uh, that's a really cool like fact because like because I guess he's like up on a uh, like a parade float, so he's got to look bigger for everyone to see him. And I like I never thought that when I was applying to do the college program a few years ago, like um, I was just like looking at the paperwork and where it said like to be a. Uh, a character like they had the, like the heights that you were saying and there's like no one at five eight which was like i'm five eight and it was like there was nothing that i could like click that i might want to do i think maybe jafar or maybe goofy i think those would have been like the tallest one which i think uh even yeah jafar is uh so there's the there's face characters and there's characters a face character is someone that's like alice or peter pan where they just go out, they are the character. And then you have characters, which, you know, are, are everywhere else, uh, everyone else, you know, the, the Goofies and the uh, the Plutos and stuff like that. Which, I, I might add, uh, most of those cast members are very, very, very wonderful people. I remember one time I was, I was custodial when I used to work there, and I was pushing a liner to the back, and randomly... Uh, the Mad Hatter came behind me and was like, oh, look, a party! And he started <laughs> dancing behind me and Alice was behind him so, like, I, like, I started dancing and, like, we went backstage and Mad Hatter was like, thanks, kid! And walked away. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was a different voice there! So, uh, but yeah, they're, 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 they're very wonderful people and if you are blessed enough to work backstage and you find a Woody walking around just go ahead even at disneyland california adventure just tell them bonnie's here and see what happens <laughs> nice that's a, that's a good secret yeah it, uh, my my buddy my buddy did it but in all fairness that woody owed him a favor because uh <laughs> woody walked out with his with his boot untied and my buddy's like hey uh your your boots untied and you know he's woody so like <laughs> he can't like Woody's hands. Uh, you know they don't grip anything. So it looks around, and the guy's like, "I, I got you. It's, it's fine." So he went ahead and, and he tied Woody's shoe. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Should, we should, we should title this episode "Ruining the Magic." Oh, <laughs> I feel bad. But yeah, no, no, I love it. it. I'll say this: uh, when I first started working there, it was. It was very interesting. It was before Star Wars Land. It was before uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad, which is about to be put in there. Like there was, there were these 
these things that I just remember about Disney and uh, some of the spaces did need to be filled like they had a backstage area where I want to say they used to have a Pocahontas show or or a Hunchback of Notre Dame show. Yeah, in the uh, Big Thunder uh, area, there's a stage, an outdoor stage. Oh, do you yeah. have to remember that? Yeah, it was... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that makes me feel old then, but... That's my job. I try to make them feel old <laughs> once an episode. But yeah, they had, that, they had that area, and they basically used it for, like, company parties and stuff. So that was like, oh, that's, like, I think for my one year, they, they, that's where they celebrated that. Oh, if you've worked here for a year, you get your little pin. And if you notice on cast members' name tags, there's a little pin on the side. And I want to say Mickey equals... You've worked there for one year. That's Steamboat Willie Mickey, I should say. I want to say Pluto means you worked there for five years. So if you ever pay attention to a cast member's name tag, you'll be able to see how long they've been there. Uh, some of them wear it very proudly. Others store it away and make sure it never sees the light of day because uh, those are ex- you have to work there for that long in order to receive that pin. I have a Steamboat Willie, and that's about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love those little pins. I think I actually had one at one time. I got it off like eBay or something. Oh, oh, that's a big no-no. They they are very much not about doing that. In fact, uh, they warn you ahead of time is if you decide to do something like that, where like it's some sort of Disney property, and you decide to sell it through eBay, you get you get red flagged. Yeah, no, I worked. I was a cast member here in Canada, and when they like gave us stuff, they're like, "You cannot sell this." Mm-mm. I got a, I got a stash of stuff somewhere. They'll they'll hunt you down. I still have my my cast member lanyard, so I have the lanyard that had the pins uh, for pin trading. The problem is, is that I was always put on trash duty, and you're if you're working trash, you're not supposed to be wearing that because you got sludge and you know trash goo on you, and you just. You don't want to go up to a little kid, tussle his hair, and be like, hey, here's some trash pins. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> so it was, um, you de- like, I basically, I got the pins, and I never I never did any with them. So I have. That's perfect um, for Forky, though, because he's like, I'm trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have only Forky pins. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, uh, from working there and a, a lot of several different experiences there uh i will say that the park has anybody ever heard that the park is haunted oh yeah i've heard certain areas especially the the, the park is haunted 110 <laughs> percent. that park is haunted okay we need ghost stories now oh man okay um I'll, I'll i'll say two one of them you guys can do on your own in your spare time and see if it works Two, I'll tell you one of the one of the biggest ones that has happened. Uh, if you guys ever ride Haunted Mansion and you're alone, it's a super dead day. There's not a lot of people there. Uh, when you exit the elevator, stand at the back where people exit the elevator and just stay there. Don't don't leave. Don't ride the ride. Once you exit the uh, uh, the stretching uh, portraits, just stay there right in the queue. Where, uh, where all the portraits are, are changing and whatnot, where the chains are. And make sure none of the chains are moving. And slowly but surely, there'll be a chain on your left-hand side. The first chain will start rocking. And then the next chain. And then the next chain. And eventually, the chain to the left of you 
will be rocking. But... And yeah, that ha- the my my coworker was the one that told me about that. That's not the yeah. AC kicking in, <laughs> and that's originally what I thought as well. I was like, it's the AC. Like I'm trying to talk myself out of this because, and I was just like, that's just that's just weird. And um, that happened, and I freaked out, and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go. I never liked working mansion. I don't like going inside of mansion. I don't like going under the tunnels of mansion. I try to, unless I'm riding the ride, I try to avoid mansion at at all costs. It is um, it is a place that um, I've just there's there's been a, there's been a few other experiences I. I don't think uh, I should share, but it that place is haunted for sure. And it's kind of funny too because you have that exit. Uh, if you go into that queue area at the very bottom, you have an exit door on your left hand side. Once you open that, like you ruin the magic for everybody. It's a giant white uh, hallway, and it was kind of like a it's a wheelchair uh, access. They just recently, I believe you guys posted the picture of it. They just recently decided to decorate that. And it's supposedly a, like a secret entrance down below, but it was it was originally used as a handicap. Entrance. Yeah, that's like because yeah, right now they they had two different entrances. Yeah. Like you could choose to do the stretching room, or you could just go right through there. And uh, and they they decorated like they put the portraits in there and, and everything, I guess. But yeah, I was let out of there one time once the uh, ride broke down. So I was like, ah, cool. And we're out, like all of a sudden out by the fast pass. Like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, and and it throws it throws you on a weird loop too because you, the the stretching portraits really like you have your left one and your right one so you get really discombobulated on which way is north and south and east and west so yeah I got I got out of there quickly so that was not fun um, <laughs> the when I first got hired on I got hired on I got my 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 employee pass uh, or my employee ID. So uh, luckily, one of my high school friends was working there. I go, yo, let's go to the park. Let's just have a good old time. I I could go in as often as I want. Let's go. I haven't even started work yet. Haven't had my first shift, but I could go in. So we went in, and I went to Big Thunder Ranch. And this was when Big Thunder Ranch still existed. That's the all-you-could-eat buffet. Some of the best food for $25 all-you-can-eat. So good. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, 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 Corn on the cob, uh, kielbasa. The beans, uh, chicken, yeah. The, the pazuki was there, which was amazing. Um, wh- which was additional. You had to pay like ten or fifteen dollars extra for it. But I uh, usually, when I eat, I have to take care of business. So I went ahead and I went to the restroom. And I'm the type of person where, like, you know, I, I like to feel comfortable. So I am not handicapped, but I decided. <laughs> Is the handicap stall that particular the, the handicap stall at uh, the Big Thunder Ranch was my like secret bathroom stall. Yes, it was yes. so clean all the yes. time, constantly. And I will, I will eventually tell you why it's so clean. So I was sitting there using the restroom, and uh, I see two feet walk up to the door, and somebody knocks, and I'm like, "That's weird." And I go, uh, "I assume it's my buddy David." And I'm like, "Hey, like, I'm using the restroom." And I hear, what time does the park open? No, what time does the park close? And I go, what? I go, David, why are you asking me this right now? Like, I'm in the middle of using the restaurant. Can't this wait till I get out? And he goes, well, how much are tickets? And I go, how much are tickets for what? We work here. Why are you asking me this? 
So I get mad. I start, I start, you know, wrapping things up, getting, get out, get out of the restroom. And chest rolls. I'm washing my hands. My buddy David walks in. He goes, Hey man, is everything okay? Been here a while. I go, why are you coming in here asking me all these questions? And he's like, I didn't ask you anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, dude, don't ever do that to me again. Like if I'm using the restroom, just like, that's what I'm doing. It's no big deal. So about four months go by and I'm working, uh, frontier land, adventure land sweeping. And one of my coworkers is with me and it's closing time. And he goes, Hey man, whatever you do, just don't go by that bridge by big thunder where it goes to big thunder ranch. I go, why? It's, it's just a bridge. Like we have to clean it. And he goes, no, 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 dude, there's a ghost over there. I go, there's no ghost over there. You're being stupid. He goes, no, I swear to you, there's a ghost over there. And it asks you what time the park closes or how much tickets are. Whoa. And I, I, I was like, are you kidding me right now? And he goes, no, no, I'm not kidding. Don't, don't go over there. And I might have my buddy, David, one doesn't know anybody at Disneyland because he works at DCA. And two, I'm, 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 I don't know why he would mess with me and be like, someone will eventually tell him there's a ghost around here. So, uh, several other times when I have had to clean that restroom, uh, I've had female cast members go, can you please come into the, to the restroom with me while I clean it? I go, no, I can't. If a supervisor walks by, I'm, I'm going to get fired. Like, I can't be in there with you. They're like, please, please, you don't understand. I go, what's wrong? They're like, they're like just please, please. And finally, someone was like, there's a ghost. And it comes and it asks what time the park closes or how much tickets are. And it scares them because it's a male in the female restroom asking these questions. So they're cleaning. They're getting asked these questions. They turn around. There's no one there. So now does that ghost hang out in Batu? Yeah, I was thinking because I do not now I don't want to use the bathroom, but two, dude, I crashed in that bathroom. I, was say, I don't know, I don't know where that's that spirit went. I don't know where that entity went, but it was it was a. a I got very, chills. It's a very interesting experience. I'll give you guys one more ghost story. Um, what my favorite ghost story that has ever happened to me in my entire life. And luckily, I have witnesses that were there with me that experienced it. So I'm facing Main Street, uh, sweeping the Frontierland entrance. So there's the two log cabins on the left and right-hand side. And I'm sweeping. And I hear, like, like piano. And it's not like, it's not the, like, the, the piano player over on Main Street by the, by the candy mm-hmm. store. I forgot what it's called. Saw him. That that guy goes hard. He's you know going crazy playing perfect tunes. Like this piano sounds very like dun 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 dun. And I was like, that's weird. Like why do I hear piano right now? And I looked to one of the vendors. There's a vendor right next to the pin trading post uh, between the first cabin and the pin trading post. And I go, hey, do you hear that noise? And he goes, hear what? I go, that piano. Like, do you hear that piano? He goes, no, that's the Frontierland music. I go, Frontierland music does not have piano, man. That's like banjo or something. (laughs) I go, listen. And he listens. That's just Main Street music. I go, listen carefully. It's Christmas time. Go, listen carefully. That's not Christmas music. And he's like, I don't know, man. I go, do they practice piano in this log cabin? 
And he goes, no, no, that's storage. That's storage for, for Fantasmic. I go, I don't think so. I think they practice piano in here. And some other guy walks by. I think he, I, I don't think he was a vendor though. Uh, some other guy walks by and he comes up and I go, hey man, real quick, do, do they practice piano inside of this cabin? He goes, no, that's storage for Fantasmic. I go, no, I could hear piano. Listen. He goes, it's just music from like Main Street. And I go, no, listen carefully. And he listens. And I go, hey, come with me. And we go up to that cabin and we we put our ears to it. And we could hear somebody hitting like single notes, almost as if they're trying to figure out a song on piano. And the guy looks and he goes, no, that that's that they no, they, there's no there's no one in piano in here. And I'm like. I go, I could hear it, dude. I swear to you. So the other guy with the vendor card, he's like, I don't know what he's talking about. I can't hear it. So they start laughing and they start talking. So I go, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to sweep the, the front of Frontier and I'm going to head back to, to the middle of, of the land. So I go to the front and I see a night custodial guy come in. I go, hey, man. I go, do they practice piano inside of that that cabin? He goes, no, no, that's storage for Fantasmic. I go, are you sure? Because I hear, like, piano there. He goes, no, nah, that's impossible. That door's always unlocked. Here, I'll show you. He goes, opens the door. Sure, sure as he said, there's poles, there's ropes, and it's a fake double-topped uh, tower. So it's just hollow. It just goes straight up to the top, and there's a light bulb at the top. And the dude that walked with me and the vendor's jaws dropped. And I'm like, oh, no. And the guy that just walked by was like, I'm out of here. And just walked away. I'm like, I looked at the vendor guy. I go, you heard that, right? And he started scooting his vendor cart like, <laughs> away from here. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that did not happen. So um, I don't know if Damn. it's the Christmas time or what it is. But, yeah, I, I thought, like, I don't know, man. I can't describe it. I wouldn't if – if I knew, I'd tell you. I don't know if they used to practice piano there. I don't know what it was. There's no, there's no speakers in there. There's no. It's it's as plain as it could be. And we heard like piano just being played in there. It was super weird. Did you just hear it the one time? Um, I only heard it the one time. Unfortunately, I uh, I want to say that was the last week I worked there, so I wasn't able to. I, uh, I guess every time I pass by it, I share the story, but I never bother trying to listen. Dang. Wow. Dang. <laughs> I kind of feel like that was my special gift before I parted ways with Disney. It was like, wow, I have like a really unique story before before leaving Disney. Like the but... Sixth Sense at Disneyland. <laughs> yes. It, there, was a, there was a lot of other experiences I had. Some were not as pleasant, and I really don't want to uh, ruin magic for some of those people but there's also very amazing memories i had there i got to drive through the castle on a go-kart no with way. that same australian guy and he was because <laughs> we were working the third shift he's all right mate i go can i can i drive the cart he's like you want to drive the cart mate i go yes I, I would like to drive the cart <laughs> and he's like okay mate well you gotta do one thing i was like what's that and he's like well you gotta drive through the castle i'm like okay so we're going through fantasy land don't hit anything like, and he goes, floor it. I go, okay. So I floor it. And like right before we go into the castle, he goes, honk. And I go, okay. So I honk. So we're going through the castle. And he goes, and like, I'm still flooring it. 
going over the bridge. He goes, break, break, break. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, what? And I, I bottomed out <laughs> where, the, <laughs> where the curb meets the street. I don't know if – I'm pretty sure I made damage there. I haven't bothered checking since then, but I'm pretty sure, like, I messed up that floor. And some poor dude on third shift, like, probably had to paint it and put cement <laughs> and make it look good. But, yeah, and right after he, go, he goes, you're not allowed to drive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, man, there's a – How, how long did you work uh, at for, uh, Custodial? I worked there for a year and a half. Oh, okay. A year and a half. And still to this day, um, no job has equaled uh, working there. It was It's my favorite to- job to this day. I I dream about going back there either as a maintenance guy or um, if I retire, I would like to, uh, as a 65-year-old, go work custodial there. <laughs> That'd be sweet. You ever watch that uh, on, was it on Disney Plus, the uh, One Day at Disney? And they had... That is one guy. He's like retired Navy, and his job is to scuba dive uh, in the on the third shift, like the lagoon, in the rivers of America, the rivers of America, um, jungle cruise. He's got like a whole crew, but they scuba dive down there in like uh, the Nemo submarines and all that. And that that's all he does is scuba dives and cleans up stuff, fixes up stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's so cool. It it is. I I will admit it is. Even like. Um... I, 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 it's going to sound so unattractive, but I was the trash guy. Like if when second shift started, they would, wherever land I was in, they'd be like, Matt, go do trash. I'm like, okay, cool. So, and everybody else uh, hated trash. They hated, I guess the smell or whatever. I was so happy go lucky working there. Like I had a smile on my face. I was, I mean, I loved it. All I had to do was grab a bag, throw it in another trash can, and then throw it in the back. And I got paid money to do that at <laughs> Disneyland. Like I saw nothing bad about it. People were like, "It's gross." I'm like, "It's a, it's it's at worst a soggy churro." And po- in fact, you probably figure out how much food waste you have. I can imagine working trash there. You're like half eaten churro, half eaten popcorn, like half eat. I'll eat a half eaten churro right now. I'm not sure <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice and soggy, full of coke. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I keep up uh, cutting in front of a jungle cruiser, but I, I, that, that brings a uh, question in my head: Is uh, are the the guys that do the street art, you know, with a with a drawing of Mickey or Donald with a water? Are those actual custodial workers? Or are they artists dressed up as custodial workers? So those are actual custodial workers and you are trained to do that. And you, I mean, you have to be like, it, like it's an honor yeah, to do that. Not only that, but like, like you have to be like, like whiskey clean, 110%. They need to know like, like you're the type of person that wants the magic to spread. They're not going to train anybody that let's just say that's not as passionate as, as you know, some people. So uh, what they do is they you you get special selected, you get taken to a back area, and they teach you how to draw correctly, and you get a special broom. If you notice, the broom is never a normal yeah. uh, sweeping broom. It's like cut a certain way. It almost looks like a paintbrush, and you just scoop up the water and you start drawing it. Um, but yeah, you you're special selected and like it. 
you know, you get trained. It sounds so like, oh, you're just drawing with water. But like when you're selected, you're selected one of like the entire custodial crew. Like they don't they don't train everybody. So were you ever trained? I was not trained. I was trying to push to get trained. But unfortunately, um, by the time it came, that had already passed. And um, I was I was looking to to part ways uh, with the company. Not that I wanted to. I actually kind of left kicking and screaming. (laughs) Uh, But fortunately, my brother in law had lined up a job for me that paid a lot more money and I decided to take it. So my career change shifted, which uh, I might add, if I would have stayed there. I probably would have been making the same amount I'm making now. So I kind of regret it a little bit. <laughs> Just go back. Just go back. Yeah. They're looking for people. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think they're looking for people. I think they're rehiring all the all the all the other people there. But there were there was some fantastic people, fantastic cast members there. Anybody that's working during the day has been there a very long time, probably ten years plus. Anybody that's working at night is relatively new. So um, some of those cast members on the few times I got to work day shift. Dude, I remember there was this one guy, like, him, and I believe you guys named whoever the park president was recently. Um, They both were in custodial, and that guy rose to being uh, the the park manager. And this other dude is just really comfortable and stayed in custodial, and he shared crazy stories with me. But once again, leaning back on music and Discord, he was telling me about, like, no doubt performing in like Tomorrowland Terrace. Oh yeah. And like uh like like Sublime performing there and all these random bands they had I want to say it was like it was like the summer festival or something during the 90s and they just during the summer they would get random Orange County acts to come and perform at Disneyland. And they rose up on like that platform and they performed and they like so went back cool. down. Yeah, so he was like, cool, cool, like, big old guy. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, and he'd just start going into it. And I'd stand there and I'd be like, I got to get back to work, man. I haven't (laughs) done anything in an hour. No, it's cool. You're with me. And I'm like, and like, shift leads would pass by and kind of give me a dirty look. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who to listen to. But, uh, but yeah, you, I got to, uh, there's some really, really cool people out of there. There's some interesting restrooms too. I know it sounds so so stupid, but um, no, we we actually I know Hattie and uh, Jump Cruise have talked about like we need to do a bathroom episode. I'm like, yeah, because you should, but we because we don't. I mean, like we, we if you know, you know. So yes, Adventureland worst bathroom. The, okay, so <laughs> uh, first off, yes. Second off, I will not share this story, but that is where the most activity I've had of paranormal stuff was at Adventureland restaurant. It's the tiki's. I, I will not, I will not share the, fi- the finer details of that. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave that for a future episode. Um, but, uh, tiki room was mentioned. Tiki room is the most empty restroom that you could go to. So if you need to, if you want some private time, dude, go to tiki room. There's no one ever in there. And whoever's in there, they don't know the restrooms there. And when they do, you know, they're running in, they go number one, and they run into the tiki room. So, like, if you just want to be comfortable and take your time, man, tiki room restroom is where it is. I there's also um, a, there. there's yeah. a very old restroom directly above where you get your hats done by um, 
by Abraham Lincoln. So polar opposite of where Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney's office is on the exact opposite side of Main Street. There's like it's super old school. It's it's like like 40s, 50s looking like nothing's been changed in there. Nothing's been remodeled. It's been kept up really well and it's very nice. I don't think I believe only cast members are allowed to go up there. So when I was a cast member and I wanted to kind of be in the park and kind of get away, I would go up there. But it was also a very creepy creepy hallways looked like something out of freddy cougar it was just like super long and like you just expected a head to like pop out and look at you and like a candlestick just floating (laughs) (laughs) at the very end that was a good one at the very end yes but i will say this some of the best burgers were there was something called west cider grill and that was one of the best burgers i've ever had in my life was at disneyland it was um one of the three areas where employees could buy food. The problem was is that West Sider Grill is located behind Splash. And the quickest route to get there is to cut through Mansion. So you'd go underneath Mansion, go through all the little nooks and crannies of it. And then there's a particular area of Mansion underneath where I want to say it's like the cemetery area. If you like pull out your phone, like you will ruin the magic for a lot of people. So you have to make sure when you're crossing this particular threshold, like you you can't you can't use your phone and it's pitch black. So you have to like like open your eyes and be like I'm walking straight that way and like you go through and eventually you 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 turn a corner and you're able to open a door and you end up at West Sider Grill. Or you could go around Splash. The problem is is that if you have a 30 minute lunch, you're not you're not making it, man. I feel like so I've seen it. I did a Avengers. The, the first year they did their 5K, and we, we went around back that way and stuff. So I feel like I saw something like that. I'm like, that smells good. Cause they're, they're already cooking it, like, in the morning. I'm like, It's good. And, like, the funny thing is, like, the chefs there is just so nice. Like, if you want, like, something, like, sometimes they're like, you want us to make you nachos? And you're like, it's not even on the menu. We got you. They'll chop up tortillas. They put oil on them. They, they put them in the oven. They cook them real quick. And. Uh, what do you want on it? And you're just like, oh my god, it's awesome! And then you end up paying 15 bucks for nachos, and you're like, I slightly regret this. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, it was some of the best burgers, like, like hands down. And that was the other thing too. I realized after I was eating at Disney a lot, and I was like, wait a minute, Disney pays me. I'm giving them money for food. Not a little bit. <laughs> am, I, am I me just giving money? To yeah, is it me at the Disney store? They I, every day we every, we got paid. There'd be a lineup of just cast members buying stuff, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. especially during the Christmas, uh, the, the the Christmas party. That so cast members uh, around Christmas time got this like I want to say like forty to sixty percent off, and oh, yeah. like that that was everywhere. And on top of it, they had their their company party. Now the cool thing about the company party working at Disney, they have the company party at Disneyland, so. Whether you're working or not working, it's basically a free-for-all party. So if you're sweeping and you're in Tomorrowland, you could just get in the queue of Space Mountain and continue sweeping and sit there and ride the ride and get off and continue to do your job. So you, it was just like anybody could kind of go anywhere. I think only like shop merchants couldn't do that, but at least like custodial. Probably ride and, operators. Yeah, I, I'm sure if they were on their break or their lunch, they could have just jumped right on the ride That's and rode it in costume and jumped right off. Like, it was super cool. I remember I bought 
my first pair of Oakleys from there because they were selling these Oakleys like $120 and I got them for like 40 or 60 bucks. Uh, I bought my mother and she still owns it to this day, a Mickey Mouse, Dooney and Burke uh, wallet. I want to say in the purse as well. That was something crazy expensive, like three or 400 and I got it for like a great deal. I was like, cool. Like I love working at Disney. So it was just, uh, like I said, it, I can't, I can't wait to go back. Eventually I will, but uh, if they don't stop me, because I think I've done too many Disney interviews and they probably red flagged me, but uh, I did have to call them up recently as well to to uh, try to relieve my red flag, because uh, when I parted ways with them, they said that I took uh, custodial costumes with me. Did you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. What I uh, I didn't. So, uh, so this was at a time when they were transitioning into RF uh, DI chips that are sewed within their costumes. Ooh, smart. So I'm sure, sure cast members nowadays, it, when you check out, you just scan it and you walk out with it. And then when you want to return it, you scan your ID and you scan it back in. But I was in the tr- middle of the transition of that in 2000 and I don't know, 12 or something. And, uh, yeah, they, I, it was my last day. I threw all my clothes into the big basket where they're supposed to go and I left and they basically said, well, um, you never returned your custodial stuff. And I had been in a, it, it's, let's just say this is if you're trying to get a hold of like Disneyland corporate. Yeah. That's super hard if you're not a cast member, but finally I was able to get the proper numbers and like literally two weeks ago, I called up, I go, Hey, you guys are like about to reopen. Uh, I'd like to get this wave so I could work back there. And I explained my situation and I was like, if you look, this was definitely the transition between scanning your stuff and the RFDI. So, uh, the lady called me back and she was like, all right, we lifted it. You should call back, uh, the recruiting center just to make sure that your red flag is lifted. I was like, okay, cool. But no, I've, I don't. What would I do with white pants and a white shirt that said Disneyland? <laughs> I'm five one. No one's gonna fit me. Comic Con. One Disney. One Halloween. One Halloween. Somebody, somebody dressed up as Disneyland custodial. They weren't dead on. Like we could tell, but like other people were weirded out. But yeah, as for the for the Mickey Halloween party, the dude uh, went in costume as a custodial worker. One of my friends, her kid, always bounds as a whatever and one one time he actually bound it as a custodial had a little mop and and everything <laughs> it was cute dude. it is cute they, they, i was just like oh man like this is awesome so yeah the, the people get creative but yeah i don't think uh unless some like you know little like 10 year old <laughs> i don't know how skinny i was back then luckily maybe 130 i don't know if like some some little skinny 10 year old was gonna be able to fit in that man so Right, because you have to be like a certain age. If you're over a certain age, you can't wear. I've, well, I mean, five one and that skinny. Like, I don't even know where that age range hits. Like, it, like, like I don't know what I would have. I would. I don't. I wouldn't have sold them though. I had no reason to to keep. Any right, right, right. Uh, I'd. I'd rather keep the memories of working there than. than Especially if they're gonna red flag you like that too on eBay or whatever. Oh yeah, no doubt they'll they'll get you real quick and like it, you're. Um, I was going to say, do you want to talk about, uh, speaking of clothing and, and all that stuff, uh, 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 Discord a little bit? Yeah, so uh, Discord, is, like I said, was uh, is Disney and music lighting, and it is 
it's my pride and joy right now. It's my it's my escape, and I love doing it. Um, as I said earlier, I was at the park, and I just I got this idea, and luckily uh, my wife supported it. And when I had enough funds, I released my first two T-shirts, which was the Notorious Pooh and uh, Mickey Biscuit or Mouse Biscuits. And unfortunately, uh, both of those kind of fell to the wayside. Uh, the most common complaint was, "I don't wear white shirts," so <laughs> that was kind of, that was a, a lesson learned, as well as um, I guess there are not as many smalls and mediums as I thought. I kind of left that equally out and realized that um, there's not as much as a demographic as I, as I thought originally. So I had to reevaluate, and I believe we sold Iron Duck, and that thing is almost gone. That's the that's the big seller right now. Uh, everybody's asking for more, and I know my size is out. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, though, um, Toycast will have extra. Uh, it will have, I want to say, a run of fifteen double XLs and five triple XLs, and from there. Uh, the next two drops that you can find the exclusive image through Discord uh, for on the All Aboard channel. Um, those, depending on how Toycast sells, I'll be getting more of the of the bigger sizes. It you know I, it's nothing against uh, uh, bigger sizes, uh, but realizing making T-shirts it costs more money. Oh yeah, and I I didn't know it, so. <laughs> So I, uh, luckily the, the prices will remain the same. I try to keep everything as, as affordable as possible. Um, so $20 t-shirts I feel like isn't a really big markup. Uh, luckily with shipping and handling, uh, you get stickers and you get a few other things. I'm creating more and more stuff for shipping and handling as well. So shipping and handling might go up slightly, but you'll be getting like coasters or like some people get lucky enamel pins. Uh, so I'm really trying to think outside of the box. So when you receive a Discord, uh, a Discord t-shirt, you're getting a lot of other knickknacks with it. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's, uh, it's been a learning process. Uh, everybody keeps wanting me to make more stuff and they have great ideas and I appreciate it and I love it. But, uh, I kind of I have to wait for the next drop and allow that to sell and have the money come in and the money just gets reinvested back into back into the company. So currently right now we are going to be releasing the Toy Story Outcast mashup which is uh I want to say it's called Toy Cast uh uh Toy is it Toyconia or Disconia or something like that. I don't, I don't create those. It's usually Ty, the colorblind artist, the guy that, that draws and creates everything. He's the one that, like, I I tell him my idea, and he starts, like, just going to town on it. So whatever awesome. <laughs> whatever he labeled it, he's and he's not only a phenomenal artist, I highly suggest calling, uh, following him. He's the colorblind artist. But he understands the idea of, of this entire project. I stepped to him. Uh, he was, he's been the guy since day one and I told him this idea and he was just like, you know what? I think that's really cool. And he started going to town on it. Uh, so I've been working close with him. He, he, he's the, he's the real brains behind executing everything. I'm the one that just like, I got this idea and he's like, I can do it. So it, it's a, it's super interesting. 
Do you ever you ever plan on doing hoodies at all? Uh, yes. Uh, the first hoodie, uh, not to not to say what it is yet, but the first hoodie we'll be releasing uh, wintertime. Nice. Yeah, because here in Canada, I, I literally live in hoodies. So I don't usually buy T-shirts anymore, so so I'm waiting for a hoodie to drop. What does do you prefer? Does it need to be a hoodie, or does or does it need to? Uh, can it have a zipper as well? I'm not a big zipper guy. Okay, so yeah. straight hoodie. Okay, straight hoodie. California, we do zippers. <laughs> has the uh, real quick? Has the colorblind artist done all the design so far to this point? Yes, uh, yes, he has done all the design so far. Unless I do a random collaboration, um, he will be continuing to do all the designs. Uh, I did reach out to. There's a big fan of Discord. His name is Chris Robots Will Kill or Chris RWK, and he draws this really cool robot, and uh, uh, he's helped Discord so much, uh, I have to shout him out. He's an amazing person. Um, he even has, ro- if you follow Robots Will Kill on Instagram, I think it has like 36,000 followers, and whoever he just feels like needs a little more attention, he just shares it on it. And he did that with Discord, and I couldn't appreciate it more. But I did reach out to him. Um, I don't think this pin is being made yet, but what I plan on doing is uh, the social distortion uh, skeleton guy. Yeah. Hopefully no one steals this idea. Please, you guys don't steal this idea. But Listeners, social, do not tell nobody. <laughs> instead of social distortion, it's going to say Silly Symphony, and it's going to be the, the the skeletons from the Silly Symphony. Oh, oh Joey's so favorite. I plan on making that one a pin. Yeah, I got to shout out my my buddy Matt, who does uh, he's a tattoo artist out here. Did did my Star Wars Disney tattoo, but he does a uh, some of the skeleton dance with the Mickey ears and stuff. So I'm always down for any of the Silly Symphony uh, skeletons for sure. <laughs> yeah, there there's a lot. Okay, so um, to try to not release everything, um, uh, I have a Black Cauldron idea, and that will link up with the metal T-shirt. Um, I have I have a lot of ideas, you guys. Like I mean, like realistically, the plan is probably it looks like a three to four year plan. That's awesome. Yeah, and you guys, I know you uh, a while back ago, you even put out a a post taking asking for people for their ideas, and you shared them. And man, yeah, I mean, not not just with yours, but yeah, you got a lot of feedback on that on that post. I remember. Yes, and it and it's <laughs> and it sucks so much because everybody's so split down the middle. <laughs> it's like at, at the moment it all happened and everything started like rolling out, I was just like, man, um, I have ideas for all of it. So I was like, you know what? It's just a matter of when. It's yeah. not a matter of how. So all the all the ideas are set in place. All the albums are saved. Uh, there are. My thing is I want to do hip-hop and then I want to do, like, punk or metal or, or alternative rock. Um, and I want to go back and forth because I really do love – I love punk. I love punk and hardcore. Like, that's my heart. That's my soul. That's the music I play. That's the music I, I – like, that's just – that's everything to me. But I have a huge side of me that listens to hip-hop and not just, like, 90s, not just 80s, not just Public Enemy – not just um, NWA, not just Ice Cube. You know, it it, it literally varies all the way to like. Uh, everybody's probably gonna hate me, but Takashi Six Nine. Like, <laughs> like, how do we I get like him off the chat? No, I'm just kidding. 
I, I like how loud and obnoxious he is. He reminds me of like little John, like, but, um, but you know, with that being said, like I'm trying to think of, of a J Cole t-shirt. I'm trying, uh, I off air. I already had mentioned that there is a Kendrick Lamar t-shirt, uh, that's going to be matched up with a Disney character. So whether it sells or not, I don't know. I'm just making t-shirts that like, I would like to wear it, so I'm hoping that someone else in the world wants to wear it as well. Uh, that's why I used to. I'll tell you off air. Okay, <laughs> definitely off air. But but yeah, that's why I made like an MF an MF Doom Mickey Mouse pen, and and it hasn't been selling the greatest, but I couldn't be more proud of that because that's something that I want to wear and I want to rock. And luckily, there was some kid that was collecting a whole bunch of mf doom pins and he found mine and you know every message i get of like people's thanks like like i thank them so much more than they thank me and it's 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 been awesome it's been awesome support and i couldn't appreciate your guys's commercials look at that there you go yes the mf doom one i couldn't appreciate your guys commercials more like the the i want to say the most recent one i was like hey that sounds so professional like that's awesome (laughs) i'm all lazy about it on my podcast i'm like yeah just you know check it out it's there we're like we gotta get take the business part seriously and (laughs) not messing around yeah it sounds so great you know things will pick up too once uh because i mean this is stuff you can even bring out to uh fan conventions once those open up again and they are popping up and uh, i see um, I, I go to a lot of I call them nerd conventions but I go to a lot of them and anything that has to do with any particular characters and music usually sells pretty good from what I've seen at, at conventions because you know people are tying in their their love for whatever Star Wars or something but then oh there's a Star Wars mashup with Metallica or there's a Disney mashup with the Beastie Boys I mean and people eat that up because they like throwing all their fandoms you know, so showing off their all their fandoms with like one shirt or a pin or something. So yes. yeah, we got to hook you up with our our boy uh, Michael from the ICCC Con in Nashville. He does a convention in April, and uh, I'm sure he'd love to have you there at a booth or something. Oh, that'd be awesome! Uh, uh, one of the T-shirts that I saw that I thought a lot of people would like was uh, there's a Judas Priest uh, Star Wars mashup, and it has Luke. And it, it says, instead of Judas Priest, it says Jedi Priest. And, like, Luke is, like, screaming and he has his, his helmet on and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I've been doing little shows here and there. I do have an idea for a show. Um, for lawsuit reasons, I clearly cannot call it Disney or Mickey Mouse or anything like that. But it will have some sort of name that will be associated with it and through the friends that i've made with discord there's at least three to four to maybe even five other vendors that do something similar or in the same realm as me and i plan on getting all them and kind of doing like in a sense an unofficial d23 that's clearly not going to be on that big of a scale Mm -hmm. but uh but something where you know it's an event and a lot of disney fanatics can go and just go to town dude that sounds awesome so yeah as to when and where that'll happen i don't know i i originally planned on it being for june and i found a location but unfortunately it uh the response uh i haven't got a response yet so there's an idea for it there's a parking lot somewhere that has my name on it and i just don't know when or where we'll be able to do that actually uh 
I got to uh, talk to um, I got to talk to some people. I'll say they're a part of a podcast. I'll say, and there's an idea for some sort of possible social gathering at Disneyland as to when and where that will be executed. I do not know, but uh, that is all the details. I will say about that because it is definitely very early on in the idea stage. Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. So um, it could be a podcast that I'm even on right now, but we will <laughs> we will talk about that in the in the very distant future when we are through this pandemic. But in my head, wink. Uh, yeah, wink, wink. Uh, in my head, uh, you know, they have. I want to say it's called like Mega Sixty Four Day at Disneyland. They have Damper Day. They have, um, uh, I think it's called like Bats Day for the for goths and stuff. Yeah, so, Bats Day, Tiki Day, Adventureland Day. <laughs> I figured day. there there could be another day, and uh, it may not have <laughs> to be the biggest thing in the world, but it'll definitely be fun with uh, some of your favorite podcasters that talk about Disneyland and your favorite ex cast member. Uh, at Disneyland to really ruin the magic. So that that uh, much like my favorite actor Tom Hanks. Uh, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> awesome. We gotta have you back on, especially for Halloween, to tell us more ghost stories because I, I got a few that I've heard. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll save it for that though. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I don't want to scare your audience. It should be the happiest place on earth, not the most frightening place on earth. <laughs> I'm scared now. I'm gonna do that haunted mansion one though. Wait at the, the end of the hall, Joey. We're do doing it. that next month. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I hate ruining the magic, but I love ruining the magic all at the same time. Like the underground tunnel from like uh, Tomorrowland Terrace over to uh, what was once Innoventions, and I don't know what it's Stark's Lab. I don't know what it is now. Like there was, launch there were so many. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a launch bay. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars launch bay. Yes, you are right. The Star Wars launch bay, which is close. There, there were so many things there that just like. It was it, for anybody that is a Disney fan. Some people say you'll lose the magic. Like it, I feel that's simply untrue. I think it enhances the magic. And every day you're not there, you're just like, man, like I miss home. Um, there's so many awesome, very heartfelt memories that I've had there. I remember one of my first days on. Like I saw a little girl wearing like. My, my name is Ashley. It's my birthday or whatever. And I was like, hi, Ashley. It's like, happy birthday. And she looked at me and she's like, how do you know it's my birthday? And I was like, <laughs> Mickey told me. And he says that he's waiting in the house for you in the back of Toontown. So make sure to visit him. And she was like, okay. And the, the parent was like, good job. And like walked away. So it was super nice, man. And like uh, some of the most interesting memories which they made a t-shirt about and it had uh they do the what time is the seven o'clock parade i have had somebody ask me what time is the seven o'clock parade (laughs) in fact uh uh i'm gonna be nice i'm not gonna give this a title i'll just say what happened so a lady came up to me this will be my final story for you guys uh lady came up to me and was like excuse me i want to go to disneyland I don't want to go to Adventureland. I don't want to go to Tomorrowland. I want to go to Disneyland. Where is Disneyland? I go, um, ma'am, Walt's vision 
was for you to submerge yourself into this beautiful backdrop that we have here that combines all these scenes from movies that will captivate you and have you immerse into these experiences that are unlike any other experiences before. So you are currently standing in Disneyland. All of these ideas combined together equal Disneyland. So you are currently in it. And she goes, well, if you don't know, I don't know who will. And walked away. I was like, dude, like an Oscar winning speech right there. And that's, this is, this is that's a commercial. I would have said, ma'am, there's a bathroom in the Big Thunder barbecue area you could go to. <laughs> I probably should I don't know if I knew it was haunted yet by that time, but I probably should have. I probably should have. That's, That's awesome, so buddy. Well, thanks, man, for coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. Like I said, I, I before even reaching out to you guys, I, I love the podcast. Um, I need to say this while I have the chance. I... <laughs> I love the intro. I love the music. Uh, I'm a stickler when it comes to podcasts since I do podcasts. So audio is a really big thing with me, and you guys have immaculate audio. I love uh, the panning to the left and right with the music. I love the train. I miss the conductor. It's just everything about it, like, it, it's very immersive, and I think it's phenomenal. And even to the point where, like, the most recent episode – uh, there's somebody the background audio I want to say is Main Street on the most recent episode or it might have been one of the bonus episodes and you could hear a guy go hey so where are we going next and like that <laughs> passes by and it got to the point where like I started hearing him every so often I was like how often is this looped so like I pay attention to weird little things like that being like uh, a Disneyland person super obvious trying to look for like hidden Mickeys and stuff and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate this podcast. Like, like the time and effort that I know goes into it, the quality of every single song you guys bring into the background. Like, it is, it is amazing. So, not only thank you for supporting Discord, but thank you so much for doing this this phenomenal podcast. Well, I want to say thank you, but that that's all Jungle Cruiser. Yeah, so, that's, that's, sir, all, that, that's all. That's you, all sir. Jungle Cruiser. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. I really do appreciate that, uh, especially coming from an ex-cast member and a uh, podcaster yourself. Uh, that and to answer your question, that that is a clip from Main Street, like you said, and it is an, on about a seven or eight minute loop, so it does replay itself. But uh, yeah, hey, once again, I do really appreciate that, and uh, also appreciate you coming on and talking with us, man. I guess uh, one last thing. I had a joke. And I, I, we should maybe close out on that for all the Disney fans. So the joke is, why is Peter Pan always flying? I don't know. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he never lands. You want to know what's great about this joke? It never gets old. <laughs> there you guys go. Thank you very much. All right, you guys, you can find me at www.dizcore.com. Uh, not that this is their normal exit, but I'll go ahead and help out. This was the All Aboard Podcast. Can we get a little toot toot? All right, guys. That was Matt from Discord Apparel. It was a great conversation. And uh, sorry to ruin the magic for you guys and <laughs> hopefully not scare you too much. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think we could, it's safe to say the first of a few uh, appearances that he'll make on the show. 
because that was that was a lot of fun and yeah we talked even more after recording so uh yeah. your family now dude so uh can't wait to talk to you again yeah, yeah yes for sure i think he's been family for a while honestly so well yeah but it's uh, official yeah. exactly it's podcast yeah, right, right. official <laughs> it's pf it's poof. um so uh real quick we uh before we get out of here we want to talk about our uh engineers really that, that's hattie's that's hattie's spot so i don't want to over yeah that's overstep. okay you can just take it again <laughs> um we would like to thank cousin jenny bernie Sasquatch, John, and Earl. I'm going to give Bernie one more because I, I was <laughs> inhaling when I blew the whistles. Yeah, I was like, here's, here's the next one for you, Bernie. There we go. Um, thank you guys for uh, helping us uh, keep the show going. Check it along. Check it along. It was in the back of my head. But I was like, okay. I mean, she's still got the whistle, but yeah. <laughs> Acknowledged. I was like, that's, like that was lame. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where we're going to go uh, in two weeks, but uh, we will definitely put it out there for you guys on the Instagram. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll I know where two of us are going in four weeks. Right, right. Hey. Less than four weeks, right? Yes, Either way, yeah. three weeks. Maybe they'll record so. from the park. I'm just I'm just joking. We'll That'd have be, some new yeah. lost audio. <laughs> There you go. That will be fake lost. It won't be really lost. <laughs> but it, yeah, it'll be. Uh, we have a new bonus episode in the making. It's already already done. So it'll be June, probably no July. But uh, all right, guys, <laughs> we'll get out of here. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Life is your restaurant. Life is your restaurant. Life is your restaurant.